Are you that weirdo who likes to visit creepy places with a chance to see a ghost or an extraterrestrial? Well, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Happy Hour Gets Weird. Howdy. Oh, that's a new one. I like it. Hi, guys and friends and weirdos and beautiful people. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is happy hour gets weird. Uh, Tiffany's taking a drink, so I'll do her part this week. (laughs) Mix it up a little bit. Keep you on your toes. We're a podcast where we are two friends. I messed it up already. We have (laughs) drinks and we talk about weird shit. There you go. Uh, This week we are drinking a very delicious and um, pretty healthy, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. blackberry ginger bourbon smash. Yes. And it's, I'll do a little bit of rundown of the ingredients because it's super simple. Mm-hmm. Blackberries, lime, muddle in a glass, add some bourbon, add some bitters, shake it up, strain it or don't strain it if you like to live life on the wild side. I Top do. with ginger beer. We use diet ginger because mm-hmm. we're feeling low calorie today. And I will say a lot of times diet soda is eh, wah, wah. But yeah. the, this diet ginger beer is actually very tasty. It's the Bundaberg ginger beer out of Australia. You'll notice it. You've probably seen it in this in the market. It's the brown bottle, kind of squatty, orange label. That's my favorite ginger beer. That's the only one I actually buy when I'm making Moscow mules. Same, same. Yeah. So I, I happened to find a diet version, and I was like, all right, let's do it. All right. Now that we have that out of the way, the first order business that we're talking about today, we're actually going to put another promo in. For a like-minded podcast that we enjoy that goes by the name of Serial Spirits, they've kindly sent us over their promo, and here you go. Hey guys, it's Brendan Shea. And Annie Weebs, and we're the host of Serial Spirits Podcast. Serial Spirits is a combination platter of true crime, paranormal, mysteries, and conspiracies, all rolled into one platform that is not for the faint of heart. Listen in each week as we bring you original investigative series, interviews, chilling stories of the supernatural, and more. Subscribe to Serial Spirits on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and all your major podcast platforms. You can also tune in weekly by listening online through our mothership, Paranormal Warehouse, at paranormalwarehouse.com. For extra content, early access, and exclusive merch, become a Serial Spirits patron by subscribing to Paranormal Warehouse's Patreon page. Find us at patreon.com forward slash paranormal warehouse on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Serial Spirits. The Serial Spirits podcast. Enough with the bore. Let's get down to the gore. And we're back. So check out Zero Spirits. You can catch them on all your favorite podcast platforms. Give them a listen. They're really great. And uh, I hope you enjoy. Would you like to announce our topic for this week? This week we are talking about weird, creepy, wonderful locations. Yes. Uh, Am I going first this Mm -hmm. week? Yeah. Okay. You sure are. So... I'm excited about this, and I'm excited about yours. A little spiel before I get going. All right. So in my experience, it's pretty rare 
that when you are doing research on something, for your research to end with more questions than answers. Oh. But after researching the island of the dolls, <gasps> that's exactly where I ended up. I think that's because so much of what makes up the lore of a place is the unknown aspects of its history and its story. I couldn't agree more. And usually, even if we know all of the details, we are left with a why or a how or a who. Mm-hmm. In the legend of the Island of the Dolls, we are left with all three. <laughs> so let's get into the spooky, bizarre, and beautiful Island of the Dolls. Drink every time I say that because apparently I say it a lot. My sources this week are vice.com, Isla de las Municas.com. You're welcome for that. <laughs> An Atlas Obscura article. Oh, I love Atlas Obscura. Yeah. I also watched episode six of season one of Aaron Mankey's lore show that is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do a full episode on it on my topic, but he does touch on it on that episode, which is all about creepy dolls. Oh, yeah. Very good. I'm not really um, like dolls don't really creep me out unless they're like possessed by the devil. That's what that episode is. I think it's called Robert. It's about a doll named Robert, but he does talk about this at the beginning. But his version of the story, like everybody else's version, is slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Island of the Dolls is located about 20 minutes south of Mexico City. The island itself lives within the ancient Aztec canals of the Xochimilco borough on Tishula Lake. I'm sure I butchered all of those words and you're welcome for that. (laughs) This beautiful haunting location is a destination for tourists looking for something beyond the beautiful coastlines and fantastic food and drink of Mexico. I've heard Mexico City has some of the best cuisine in the world. Also, they have some really great Mexican artist museums too, art museums. I've heard that too. That would be such a fun place yes, to visit. Yes, it would. I want, I I, that's on my uh, bucket list is to visit Mexico City. Well, I will be in your suitcase. <laughs> The Island of the Dolls draws people in with its sad and mysterious history and the hundreds of dolls that hang from its trees <laughs> and are scattered across its landscape. Okay, okay, that's a little creepy. I just got goosebumps. You just said, I just said dolls air, don't the sca- dolls don't scare you. And then I just got go- Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't, who am I? What are my feelings? <laughs> The story of the Island of the Dolls begins with a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera. Now that's a name. Yeah. In the 1950s, Don Julian began preaching the word of Christ to anyone who would listen. But during this time in the early 50s, only priests were allowed to preach. He was rebuked multiple times, even sometimes beaten. <gasps> but Rude. He would- But he would not stop his impromptu sermons. The story is, as all good legends are, a little vague. Eventually, either because he was banished by the community or he chose to leave his wife and child. 
Don Julian left the nearby town where he lived and moved to the isolated island within the canals. You know, it would spice up this story. Stink bombs. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a sex doll. <laughs> no, that, that too. I'm assuming it's pronounced Julian because it's with a J. Yeah. Julian. This is where the legend has an even more distinct rift. One story goes that after Don Julian moved to the island, he witnessed a young girl drowning in the waters. He could not rescue her, and it greatly disturbed him. Mm -hmm. The image of her tangled in the lilies of the canal stayed in his mind. Mm -hmm. That really makes me think of um, Ophelia from Hamlet. Mm -hmm. Along with this girl in the water was a doll. Soon, Don Julian began to experience strange and terrifying situations. The girl's spirit began to haunt him. He would hear footsteps, whispers, cries in the dark woods surrounding him, though he was miles from another person. A girl's voice would whisper, I I want want my my doll. doll. (gasps) I'm literally fucking creeping myself out right now. (laughs) (laughs) know the whole story. Don Julian began placing dolls all around the island as a sign of respect and to placate the spirit of the girl who died there. Okay, I feel like that is a good route to go. I, I could see what, kind of a bribe. Yeah, well, or like, you know, appeasing spirits, you know, like you do that with Faye, you leave them treats mm-hmm. and um, ancestry, uh, ancestorial, ancestral, mm-hmm. Um, spirits in other cultures you uh, pay tribute on like uh, what is it Dia de Muertas oh yeah yes I think that they bring that um, like uh, people bring um, food and gifts and things like that so I could see where he was going with this I might yeah that does make sense yeah and also if it is a child then you would then toy uh, dolls toys make sense well if a ghost asks you for a doll you get the ghost a fucking doll yeah exactly so Don Julian placed uh, dolls all around the island, and he also placed the special doll that he found floating in the water Mm -hmm. in a tree at the location he said he saw the girl's body. Okay. For 50 years, Don Julian hung dolls on the (gasps) island. People from nearby villages would sometimes visit him and trade new dolls for the produce he grew on the island. I'm just going to ask, how did he get all these dolls if he was on the the island? That makes sense. Yeah. And so through collection, some that he found, Mm -hmm. and barter, Mm -hmm. the doll's population grew. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine someone who doesn't know of this island just stumbling upon it. I mean. The the pictures of this island are fantastic. It is. uh, It's amazing. Uh, There was one doll. He favored called Monique that Don Julian slept with in his hut. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So that is the, I think that that's probably the best known version mm-hmm. of, of the, the legend around uh, the island of the dolls. That's a version that I knew of. So the other vein of this legend says that Don Julian never saw a girl drowned in the waters. That along with the terrifying haunting that took place after was all in his mind. Oh, and honestly, I'm not sure what's worse. Uh, I was just going to say, <laughs> uh, this version might be scarier. Yeah. 
So it was either a tragic death of a young girl mm-hmm. or the slow spiraling insanity of a man alone on an island. Yeah. Either way. Equally. Devastating. And terrifying. Yes. In 2001, Don Julian died. He was found drowned in the canals in the place he had always said the girl had died. All right. That's creepy. Yeah. After his death, people came and brought even more dolls. Today, the Island of the Dolls is a popular tourist destination and has been the subject of many articles, both written and on TV. Mm -hmm. The island becomes even more creepy every year because although dolls never age, they do become weathered. Mm. Today, the Island of Dolls is covered with dirty faces, decapitated plush bodies, and mangled plastic. The pictures are... Like I said, pretty amazing. (laughs) People say that the dolls are still haunted by the spirit of the girl who died in the canals. Yeah, I can. I could see that. And if you want to visit and you're in the area, you can um, get a boat and they will take you out to the island of the dolls. Well, it looks like uh, we will be visiting then (laughs) since they'll take you out there and we both want to go to Mexico City. We'll go to Mexico City and in, in, take in the, the food and the culture and the art art culture. And then we'll end our trip with the Island of the Dolls. Yeah, I watched. Um, I also, a, a, uh, aside from lore, I watched a little YouTube and there was a bar on the way there. Sold. So you can get a cocktail before you uh, get to the island. Which I, I feel like you might need one. Uh, you'll need like three in my case. I'm, I get... <laughs> I'm easily spooked. You know that. <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty cool story. I mean, if so, if a young girl died in the water, obviously that's a huge tragedy, but either way, the story is very haunting and very sad. Yeah. And to think of living on an island so isolated for 50 years. Either either uh, version is haunting because the idea of a ghost haunting an entire island and tormenting this man that he felt that he had to fill that Mm-hmm. need with hundreds of dolls thousands of dolls or the idea of a man that was you know exiled from his own community just for preaching what he believed in and then he slowly slipped away from sanity it is just as scary just as terrifying and i think on lore they said the number today of dolls on the island is around 1500 oh shoot that's a lot of dolls yeah <laughs> i w- i, I want to go there but in the daytime <laughs> That, you know, but I'm easily spooked. And that reminds me this last week, uh, my daughter got up, uh, from in in the morning and we were kind of, you know, starting our day out and you've been to my house. I have that hallway, Mm -hmm. um, that has all the doors to the bedrooms Mm -hmm. on one side. And at the, uh, it was dark that morning. It was kind of stormy. So it was a little bit darker and we were walking towards the hallway. We we're going to go into her room, which is at the beginning of the hallway. And she called out and she said, Mommy, I'm scared. I said, Baby, why are you scared? And she said, uh, Mom and Daddy are holding hands walking. <gasps> I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? And you know, I'm like, I'm okay with sharing my space with like friendly uh, spirits. Yeah. But. I have to get over the initial shock of like, I think that's how everybody feels. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? And you know, you always feel like kids like lose, um, 
they have just a loot there's a thinner veil between yes with children and as you get older you kind of lose that yes so I'm like oh my gosh is she seeing like a mother and a father walking down the hallway like are these do I have like ghost so I was like what what did you say and she said the the mommy and daddy are holding hands and they're walking I'm scared and I was like okay I'm I'm about to fight some ghosts right and then I flipped on the light, the hallway light, and said, is that, is that better? She said, yeah. And she pointed down to the end of the hallway and mm-hmm. said, the mommy and the daddy are walking. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was, like, afraid to look. I looked down at the end of the hallway. And guess what I have? I have a picture. <laughs> it, it's a print of a Monet of a uh-huh. man and a woman holding hands walking through a vineyard. <laughs> she was just like kind of afraid of that dark picture that it's like the dark image at the end of the hallway I I I it took five years off my life <laughs> so if you can imagine I was scared in my own home in the broad daylight uh, I would be scared going to the island of the dolls but it would be worth it thank god you didn't hang that print of the severed head that I sent you <laughs> god she would have really disliked that one. Oh my gosh I know I literally got scared of my vacuum in the dark the other day in my room because I forgot to put it away. <laughs> I mean, we would be a couple of winners on this island of the We dolls. should definitely visit because clearly we can handle it. That was a good story. I didn't know the second possible version. That was good. Oh, okay. That was a good one. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for yours. Okay. Are you about to be scared? Mm-hmm to the brink yes of death what not not that far (laughs) okay so i'm going to talk about the hoya bachu forest Mm -hmm. and it's pretty freaking scary so my sources are hoyabachuforest.com and hoyabachu wixsite.com they had a couple um, images that I'll share on social media and a couple extra little articles. So the Hoya Bachu Forest is located in Transylvania. <gasps> yes, right near Dracula's castle. Cue the organ music. Dun, dun, dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, that was more like Metallica. <laughs> um, so... The forest is located in the Transylvania region of Romania, and it's also known as the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. Hoyabachu is only one square mile of eerily quiet pathways winding through strangely twisted trees. The forest is said to have been named after a shepherd who took his flock of 200 sheep into the forest only to never be seen or heard from again. Now, I tried to fact check this on Google Translate, Mm -hmm. and it couldn't give me a translation, so it's quite possible. I'm just going to say it's true. It's true. Reports have come from the forest of ghost sightings, apparitions, strange sounds, UFO sightings, and even faces that have appeared in photos that weren't visible to the naked eye. Most locals won't venture into the Hoyabachu forest after dark 
because of all the legends surrounding it. Some won't even talk about it because of the negative entities associated with it for fear of being cursed. That's so scary. I know. Those who have been brave enough to experience the forest, venturing into the forest, have reported strange feelings like high anxiety and the feeling of being watched. Some visitors even complain of nausea, rashes, burns, unexplained scratches, vomiting, and migraines while they're in the forest. Mm. In the 1960s, a biologist named Alexandru Sift saw a disc-like UFO flying over the Hoya Bachu. And the best part is he got a picture of it. <gasps> he also said that while traveling through the forest, he saw strange shadows amongst the trees following him. Then, on August 18, 1968, a military technician named Emil Barnea captured another famous photograph of a UFO. And this one is probably, in my opinion, one of the best UFO photographs in the world that I've ever seen. I'll, and I'll include all pictures of both places on uh, our social media, on Instagram. In the 1970s, the area was a hotbed for UFO sightings and unexplained lights. There's even a video of a UFO hovering over the forest shot in 2002 by people on top of a tall building in the nearby town. Stories of light orb. I couldn't find the video. I looked forever. I couldn't find it, but I'll, I'll try again to see okay. if I can find it and post it. Stories of light orbs among the trees are reported or people on the outside of the forest report seeing mysterious lights within the Hoya Bachu forest. And these reports go all the way up to, t to today. People are still seeing these things. The forest is also known as a high paranormal activity hotspot. Legend has it the forest is haunted by Romanian peasants who were murdered there. And now they're trapped among the trees, unable to leave, which is making them angry, vengeful spirits, taking it out on traveling visitors in the forest. Like they're lost in the woods? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrifying. I would be lost, even as a spirit, and that's so frustrating. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have such a bad sense of direction <laughs> now. Oh, God. Forest visitors have experienced green orbs of light, sudden thick fog, disembodied voices, giggling, floating, glowing eyes, and ghostly apparitions. Poltergeist activity occurred to a paranormal investigator from Ghost Adventures. I know how we feel about Ghost Adventures. Uh, I don't want to make any enemies. Uh, we, we feel a certain way about Ghost Adventures. However, that's beside the point. He was sitting in a clearing, the main guy with glasses, the mm -hmm. one that's like the most annoying. Mm -hmm. um, he was sitting in a clearing and was scratched and pushed by an unseen force and you can see that season seven episode nine i couldn't find the full episode but i did find clips on the travel channel's website mm -hmm. uh leading up to the incident i didn't see the incident itself this episode that they did was actually they were just planning to go to dracula's castle and then a local tour guide told them about the forest they didn't even know about the forest and the local tour guide, at least it was set up yeah. that way. Yeah, the yeah, production yeah. maybe set it up that way. But anyways, 
Some visitors have complained of electrical devices malfunctioning, which is also associated with paranormal activity, Mm -hmm. and EVPs have also been recorded here um, numerous times. A popular theory is the Hoya Bachu Forest is a door or portal to another dimension. Mm -hmm. Even though the forest is only one square mile, nearly 1,000 people have been reported missing once they've entered the forest. Oh my God. Some were found deceased years later and with no signs of obvious bodily trauma. New Blair Witch. Yeah, it is like Blair Witch. It's freaking scary. Mm -hmm. That movie scared the shit out of me. I just rewatched it, what, last Halloween by myself when my husband was at work at night. First of all, probably a bad idea (laughs) because I didn't sleep much. It's fine. (laughs) Just watch Disney movies for the rest of the night. But that movie still holds up. It's still fucking creepy. It is. It's scary. No way would I ever watch that again. I'm going to make her watch it. (laughs) I'm whispering to the listener, but you also can hear. Numerous people have experienced missing time once they enter Hoyabachu. They go into the forest for what they feel like is an hour, only to discover a search party looking for them because they've been gone for an entire day or more. Could you imagine that happening? No. I do know of a time that a woman was on a tour guide mm-hmm. and she used a restroom and like changed her clothes and came out and there was like a search and rescue oh, looking yeah. and for then someone. She also looked she, for she joined <laughs> she the search and rescue team I only to find out they too. were looking for her because nobody recognized her in her changed clothes. I saw that too. Missing time was also on Blair, which I feel like this forest inspired that movie. Yeah. Missing time is such a It's freaky. I mean, unless you're drunk, it's like what happened? And then missing time is actually your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Saves you a lot of shame and embarrassment. (laughs) Oh, it is. It's, it is terrifying to think that a piece of your life is gone and you can't remember it though. I know it's weird. Do you ever get missing time while you're driving? Sometimes. Yeah. I sometimes I'll get missing time uh, going from like point A to point B. I'll, I'll remember point A and I'll get to point B, but I won't remember. exactly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, remember exactly how I got to point B. I've had that before. It's kind of freaky, actually. A spaceship is dropping off your car, and you're like, "Weird! I don't, <laughs> I don't remember turning here." <laughs> Some hikers can't recall where they went in the forest or how they spent their time when they were in there. A, a pretty well-known story about the forest. Mm-hmm. Starts out with a five-year-old girl who wandered into the woods and got lost and then vanished, only to return five years later wearing the same untarnished clothes and appearing to not have aged a single day. Just gave myself goosebumps. Is this for real? That really happened? That's all the sources I read have um, mentioned this story. Now, there's no names, there's no dates, but every single source. I mean, it could be a village legend, but... But, you know, even legends usually grow from a kernel of truth. That's what I think. I think so, too. Maybe it wasn't five years. Maybe it was three. Maybe it was a boy, but it's still the same basic story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Okay. This is a very freaky. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is freaked me out. Okay, some have said that when they entered the forest, they experienced a flood of past memories that they hadn't remembered before, only to forget them again upon leaving the forest. It's like when you get really stoned and you have such good ideas, but then you don't write them down. And then when you're not stoned anymore, you don't. I freaking hate when I do that. They're gone. I freaking hate when I do that. (laughs) I'm so pissed at myself. I think the most unnerving thing about Hoya Bacho Forest is an almost perfect circle where no trees or other vegetation grows with the exception of grass. Scientists have studied the soil and found that there was no scientific reason for the trees not to grow there. It also seems that this circle, it's called the Poyana Rotunda, is the epicenter for almost all of the paranormal and extraterrestrial activity. Specialists from around the world are fascinated by the forest. Researchers from Germany, France, United States, and Hungary have all spent time studying its mysteries. Hoya Bachu has even attracted celebrities like Alice Cooper and Nicolas Cage. Neither of those names surprise me. <laughs> Some even believe that you can harvest the energy of the forest to grant your wishes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on at Hoya Bachu, but something is definitely going on. And I want to go again in the daytime. Okay. I think we should go and I have a brilliant idea. Okay. Tell me, tell me. So we'll get real, a lot of rope. Okay. Right. Yes. Which, you know, the beginning of every good plan begins by saying we get a lot of rope. Yes. So, I mean, about a mile of rope. Uh, we'll probably have to tie some ropes together, <laughs> but we'll tie one end to us, one end to somebody on the outside. Yes, yes, yes. I like where this is going. We go in the forest. Yes. And then we have the rope. We pull ourselves out. I like it. Because there's no way in hell I won't get lost in there. I think it, there are paths, pathways that have been I'm made. I'm not trusting... No, we got to tie off. <laughs> okay. Maybe we could do um, breadcrumbs. From Hansel and Gretel? Didn't yeah. those kids get eaten by a witch? Yeah, they did actually. Okay, so stones. How about just a rope? Okay, that's fine. Rope works. The more, okay, this this place is fascinating and so creepy and I'd never heard of it and I love it. But the longer we do our pod... The more, you know, we're obviously researching and then when you're researching, you end up reading other stuff that's unrelated and yeah. next thing you know, you're watching these shows and you're... And you have 17 ghosts living in your house and you're possessed by a devil. <laughs> exactly. And you're on your roof looking for UFOs <laughs> and there's a circle of candles in your living room at all times. It, it's fine. But I have always been interested in UFOs and the paranormal and ghosts and all these things. But up until recently, I never realized how much all of these things are like most definitely linked. Mm -hmm. And the more I'm starting to subscribe to that idea that some, not everybody shares, but some people share that the UFOs, the ghosts, all those sort of things are maybe coming from the same place or feeding off of each other's energy Mm -hmm. or something they're somehow linked and I never had thought about it until 
we started getting into all this stuff. I'd always liked it all and I'd always read about all these different stories, but I'd never really thought about the different sorts of activities being linked. And I'm really starting to subscribe to that belief at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can agree with that. I can also subscribe. I, I feel like there's, like you said, the more that we um, do research on this stuff for the uh, happy hour gets weird. I feel like there's these um, hotbeds or hot spots, hot spots mm-hmm. around the world that I had never known about that experienced like a multitude of paranormal activity. Even just in, gra- in Grass Valley. I know. So I'm thinking, okay, so obviously I really believe in energy mm-hmm. and, you know, different types of energy and the feel and uh, the vibe or whatever as the kids mm-hmm. say these days. But I also feel like, isn't it the rule of like voodoo or hoodoo that if you don't believe it can affect you? But if you, if, if you do believe that I, I got, I got that from the key. It's a horror movie. Okay. So that could not be real. That could No, but I think that that is true. I think that you have to have somewhat belief in it somewhat. Well, I, I would apply to even that. like see things or experience things. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I would apply that theory to these hot spots. Like when you go to these places, there's a certain energy that you, even if you don't really believe you, you feel the energy and that kind of opens up this, mm-hmm. this dimension or portal or doorway or th- th- a thinner veil and it, mm-hmm. everyone who goes it just kind of susceptible because and it kind of, of everybody energy. that goes it feeds into that spot having more power yeah I I totally get that on the lore episode that I mentioned um Aaron Mankey talks about a certain doll that is like essentially haunted or possessed basically mm-hmm. and he pretty much said it's 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 housed in a museum now and he pretty much says what you're saying about the location about the doll he's saying mm-hmm. that our belief in the doll is what gives it power right and I totally believe that there is power in thought right. and I tulpas. think that when when yes exactly you know like a tulpa or mm-hmm. like anything if if enough people put their energy and their belief and their fear which is probably one of our strongest emotions mm-hmm. probably fear love probably mm-hmm. the two strongest, right? Yeah. If there's so many people having these strong feelings about a place, I do believe that that gives it some sort of a power. But yeah. I don't necessarily think that our thoughts giving a place the power doesn't mean that the phenomenon it, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I think that it maybe is like nurturing the soil so that these yeah phenomena that already exist have a place to kind of grow. Yeah. kind. I think of it kind of like you have your guard up you know, and you're walking around and then you go to these hot spots or these energy fields or these energy sources and it kind of brings your guard down because of the energy and you just mm-hmm. become, um, it lets you see through your guard really what's really there or maybe mm-hmm. um, what's on the other side of, of, of the portal or the, I, I keep thinking it's like some kind of veil. I don't know why I think veil, but. No, that makes sense. I mean, maybe our emotions are on the same dimension mm-hmm. as the paranormal UFO, ghost, whatever paranormal phenomena, cryptids, whatever, maybe our emotions are on the same dimensional wave as they are. Or or it's all kind of tied into your essence or your soul or mm-hmm. your... Um, exactly. You know, your innermost being, you know. 
and it's all the real shit. Yeah. The real shit that matters. Yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. I, um, that place sounds fantastic. And I I did look at a picture of the forest and it is beautiful and fucking cool. Yeah. And they say some people think that it's the energies there and the spirits there that bend the trees that way. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Um, I did look up flights <laughs> to Romania. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not servicing them right now because of the pan- worldwide pandemic. They won't even pay us to fly to Romania I right know, now? But I, Come on. I did find one for $799. Just one dude just flying a small aircraft? Yeah. It's, it's like an off-brand <laughs> uh, airline was offering. So I'm like... Uh, should I get should I get a couple? Should I? No. That will be our first Patreon purchase if we ever start one. Yes. Flights to Romania. Yes. <laughs> so we could we could visit Drax Castle and we can visit the Hoya Bachu Forest. It'd be kind of a wild ride. And I you know what? I, I always try to find um sources, um, reputable sources. Mm-hmm. I say that like loosely. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a lot of sources that have done stories on the Hoya Bachu Forest. BBC, mm-hmm. Destination Truth, which I do love that show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures, you need to chill, okay? <laughs> um, the Travel Channel has done one. The Guardian has written an article about the Hoya Bachu Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like those are some pretty reputable um, like yeah, media outlets totally. or, or, or sources. So I thought that was kind of cool. It's pretty popular. Um, and that is the Hoya Bachu forest. Oh, I love this episode so much. I know. It's I so love creepy. places like this that are just full of mystery and uh, both of ours are, uh, I mean, they're the same in their eeriness, mm-hmm. creepiness, but they're also, uh, there's so much unknown. Like in mm-hmm. mine, if a girl died, who was she? Yeah. And um if Julian uh-huh uh died in the canals, did he die because the ghost finally Yeah, like why did him he in? I mean I think after I think living on the island for so long, how did he finally drown in canals? I think it was just they attributed it to old age, like mm-hmm. maneuvering the waters, but still yeah. like how exactly? Why exactly? Isn't it weird he died in the same place? Maybe he was just ready to go and laid in the waters and just let them I don't know. I'm just making that up. I mean, I just pulled that out. Don't, Who knows? Don't quote me. Maybe it's a download. You're getting a download from the collective consciousness. There's just so much stuff. That story about the girl in yours that went in and came out the same is just very... Freaking it's trippy, sticking right? with me, man. I mean, if there's not a more creepy flower than a water lily, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, there is. I, Name I'm gonna, one. I'm going to put those in my pool. You think <laughs> they'll grow there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was... Uh, I mean, I not to toot our own horn... But that was a great episode. I love being creeped out. Yeah. Oh, listen. If you've been to the Hoya Bachu mm. Forest, fucking send us an email. Yeah. Tell us your experience. Or the um, Island of the Dolls. If you've been to either location, we would love to hear about your experience. It would be the highlight of my freaking year. It literally would turn 2020 around. The dumpster fire that is 2020 would be would be a little bit better that much better that's all we need yeah if you know somebody or you've been there please emails email us it's happy hour gets weird at gmail.com you could also dm us on our social medias on twitter or instagram yeah 
Oh my gosh. Oh God, I hope we get some stories. I seriously hope we get some good stories. And if you have any good stories that you just want to share, any weird, funny, bizarre stories about anything, um, even if they're just funny drinking stories, feel free to send them to us because we would love to do a listener's uh, one and done episode yeah. in the future. Yeah, funny stories, weird stories. You got one, we'll take it. I mean, what else are you doing? Yes, yes. <laughs> just sitting around your house thinking about that one weird time you ran into a freaking poltergeist. That one weird time that you and Bigfoot made out and now he will not return your calls. <laughs> so rude. That one weird time when your grandpa's ghost came back and like gave you a wedgie. <laughs> Whose grandpa oh, no. gives him a wedgie? Oh, God. Okay, let's end it there. All right. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Just for the record, my grandpa has never given me a wedgie, okay? Please clear your grandpa's name. Maybe your grandpa was a trickster, okay? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, on that note, don't forget, guys, love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers. I would love to be a PI. It'd be so fun. Yeah. The well, best part is the mustache, and I'm already halfway I there. already have it. Yeah. Got it covered.